Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I am Jordan Ellis of Jordan Dene, and I'm here with Liz Crowder Sirota. What's up, guys? Because it's our 75th full episode, yeah. which is crazy. It's actually pretty nuts. And it's even more than that, like, total episodes because we have the little minis now. How many do we have? Over uh, 100, right? Almost. I think total we have uh, 86 or 87, so we're close How to 100 did we start total. doing this? I think we started this around the same time that we started the magazine because I think it was a little bit later. (laughs) Why wouldn't we do every project at once? So, yeah, I think around uh, like early last year. So like a year and a half ish. That's pretty insane. Yeah, we took a lot of uh, mental health breaks last year. I took a lot of mental health breaks last year. Even four mental health breaks, that's still a lot of episodes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. And, like, it's wild to think about all of the different, like, all the different things we've gotten to talk about and all the different people we've gotten to talk to. Yeah. Um, Which, actually, that's a perfect lead-in to, if you're listening to this episode on time, we have another fashion challenge coming really soon. Like I think next week, if you're listening to this, yeah, it is next week. It's on time. October. Does it start on the 21st? It starts on the Monday of whatever. I'm going to say think it's the 21st. the 21st. Yeah. So we did a really, really big fashion challenge in the summer. Um, and it was so fun. And then a lot of people found it like at the end and they were sad that they missed it. So we were trying to figure out how to do more, but it felt insane to try to do a month-long challenge again. Yeah, and we we teased it at um, our uh, fashion panel at uh, New York Comic Con, too. Yeah, so the way that we decided would be fun to have, like, more fashion challenges but not all go crazy is I think our plan is to have a big one in the summer. Um, so, you know, get ready for that next year. And then every season we'll have a little, a baby, a baby one that's a week long. Yeah. So like seven photos instead of 31. (laughs) uh, Like the month long one, you don't have to participate every day. You can just participate once. uh, Yeah. And still have fun. Just make sure to tag your photos. Yeah. Fashion or SG fashion fix. I think we're using. Yep, that's the hashtag. Uh, so that we can see them and probably feature you because we like to do that. Yeah, and if you want to just lurk, you can look at everyone's. I mean, you should join because it's so, like, welcoming and wonderful and everyone is so positive. And yeah, kind. and there's n- not a ton of pressure. It's like, there's so, like literally so zero pressure. About it. <laughs> I might win a prize. So. Yeah, we have some sponsors. It's all up on sartorialgeek.com so you can look at our prompts. We have a description of what we mean, and it's all going to be spooky, spooky Halloween time. Which is perfect. Yeah, so basically if you have black clothing, you could wear a version of that every day probably and get get all of the, hit all of the points. Um, I'm going to try to do it every day. Last, I really 
really tried in the summer and I super failed. Isn't your um, Halloween party that's at the same time? Sure is, but you can double up, I guess. My Halloween costume is not spooky. What is it? But, mm, oh, well, you can tell us. It's fine. What is it? Jordan, what so, is it? Okay. Oh, man, I've never told anyone my Halloween costume early before. Well, they're getting it here first. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so Joey and I sometimes do like costumes together and sometimes don't. So I really wanted to be Shazam because I'm obsessed with that movie and I found like a sweet <laughs> Shazam costume. So I actually didn't know this until um, Alamo Draft House, that movie theater has like, like they show like videos related to the movie before the movie. So I found out seeing it that Shazam used to be called Captain Marvel. And then there was like uh, comics people will know more than I do, but basically there was like a thing. And so they switched the name to Shazam. So I'm being Shazam and Joey's being uh, Captain Marvel. We're being like gender bent. Captain Marvel. That's excellent. So I'm really it. excited. Uh, but also, I put I put on the costume, and I was like, "Oh no, this is like full body uh, a bodysuit. I would like to work out more before I wear this, so I have like ten days <laughs> to get some I exercise." Mean, in. <laughs> I will tell you that ten days isn't going to do anything. I know your body now is going to be your same body. In 10 days. I know, so uh, I'm just going to be a squishy Shazam, which is fine. That's totally fine. We yeah. support uh, squishy bodies here. Absolutely. So that's who I'm going to be. I'll post tons of photos, but I I don't think it, that actually goes with our Saturday um, prompt. I yeah, think but you're here. running it so you can do what you want. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. I was going to tell you no. Um, yeah, no one. Or do you have a Halloween costume planned already? No, because I'll be at Becca's birthday party. So mm. I could dress up, but I think everyone else is just going to be in their regular clothes. So I'll look real weird. I mean, you could do a casual. That is true. I cosplay. haven't even, I have not thought that far. The, September and October have been so busy for me that I can barely think past like the day in front of me. I'm just like, let me just get through this day. And then, well, I'm not like planning for the future. I'm just surviving right now. Listen, so, we'll that see. Checks. Actually, that's kind of, I wasn't, I had this thought um, and then I forgot. And then I just remembered again. We, if you are listening to the mini episodes, the one we just released is, um, it's a self-care tip about just saying no. Yep. Um, and it's funny because Liz and I had a conversation recently, like last week and we decided that that's going to be my mantra for 2020. I'm going to have way too much. Yeah. And like we recorded the episode. If you listen to it, you can hear I'm like distraught at the concept of saying no more. But I think, (laughs) I think, uh, um, I think I just have to, um, well, because if you're not saying no in advance, then you're saying no last minute. And then yeah, the worst so or i don't say no and then everything is insane and terrible which is actually what happens yeah which is you know things fall off the rail either you can't do everything and you can't be everywhere at once so so i say yes a lot i need to get better at saying no and liz is like 
I think as good as a human can be at <laughs> saying no, which oh, is maybe like, almost too good. So I said I would say yes to like social things because I have pretty terrible social anxiety and I'll still go out and do stuff, but it's like a struggle. So I said yes to a lot of social activities through September and October. And it's, it's like, it's an aggressive amount where I don't have any weekends. So I work all day. I come home Mm -hmm. I go to sleep and then my weekends are just traveling. Um, Yeah. Which I typically would say no to. And I said, you know what? Well, just these are people I care about. I'm just, (laughs) these are important events for them. They won't be happening regularly. I will just say yes, power through, and then take all of November, December, January, (laughs) like half a year off. So Yeah. So we're having opposite where we'll let you know. We'll we'll do a little recap about the year of yes and the year of no and see what happens. It won't be a year of yes. It'll be like... (laughs) <laughs> it'll be like five percent more yeses okay but you well know. yeah i'm not gonna say no to everything either this is i'm still It'd gonna be funny my life oh man <laughs> everyone would be like who are you what i'm trying to be the best version of myself right now <laughs> so we have all kinds of challenges happening we have yeah. self-care challenges we have fashion challenges um so feel free to join us on any or all of those yeah we love having friends do things with us. Well, Jordan does. I don't. Just kidding. <laughs> I do love having friends do stuff with me. Yeah, the extrovert-introvert dynamic is strong. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so on to the actual episode, which if if you listen to episode 50, we did like a Q&A to each other, um, and we thought it would be fun to do that every 25 episodes so we're back we're back at episode 75 um we posted on social media and asked if you guys had any questions for us so we each have a question from the internet to ask each other and then we have two other questions and then we're just gonna you know find out some things about each other yeah get ready buckle up um, do you want to ask the first question or do you sure. want me to? Okay. So my first question is, which upcoming Sartorial Geek podcast interview are you most looking forward to airing? Oh my God. I am so freaking excited. I got to interview the wonderful Victoria Schwab, um, which was like more for me than for you guys, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I really, I mean, one of the main things that I wanted to do with the podcast is just have an excuse to like talk to people I think are cool and have it not be weird because it's like for a podcast, even though it's basically just, I want to talk to them. Um, so I got to talk to her while she was in town for New York comic con and She's just like, if you follow her on social media, you know how like motivating and inspiring and honest she is, which is so refreshing because I feel like, you know, she's like made it. Um, and a lot of people when they've made it are sort of like, hi, I'm at the top now. Good luck down there. See you never. Authors I find, I find that authors who have made it are still like, they're going to find out I'm faking it soon. <laughs> they're all, even if they like, true. Yeah. <laughs> they're just all a little bit like, mm, this is fleeting. I can never write another book again. And then they 
keep doing it but which is so I mean I guess like you are a writer so I think you you get that I'm not so I'm like what are you talking about (laughs) but I think that I think that's true and I think that's why I actually really like working with authors like all of the Jordan Dene uh official collabs and licenses are with authors um so self doubt is is real, especially when you're writing and it's just you and your words, yeah. and you're like, this is all garbage, <laughs> and it's not, but it it really does feel like that in the yeah. moment. Yeah, and I think I think the episode will be really nice to listen to for people who are writers or starting to write. Um, she spends a lot of time talking about like, you know how how hard it is for everyone but but tips and tricks that she's learned and like um uh mental frameworks that she has to keep going um and so even as a non-writer I was like very motivated leaving the interview yeah 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 I'm so excited for that I think um if we can make it work which I think we can we're hoping to have all of the interviews that come out during what's the official national novel? Uh, yeah. What is that? I, I don't actually know how other people pronounce it. Uh, what is it? Okay. What's the what? What's the question? What does it stand for? National, national what? novel writing month. And that's November, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we're thinking about having all the interviews that come out in November be with authors or people in the writing space um so she's gonna the interview with her is gonna kick it off if all of our timing works out um so i'm super excited about that me too man yeah maybe we'll have an episode with you teasing your (laughs) no one's gonna give a shit because i'm not famous yet but you know when i do get famous then someone will dig this interview up so. <laughs> so sure, can, let's do it. Yeah, we can have a we can have an episode called uh, "How the Hell to Write Your First Novel." I mean, I would talk uh, about it. A story with Liz Crowder. So. A story. <laughs> a story with Liz Crowder. I keep forgetting your actual whole last name. Sorry, Liz that Crowder. Doesn't matter. It's fine. Um. Well. I had a different question, but now I kind of just want to ask for you to tease the, the the biggest side project that you're working on right now. Oh God, um, that's a better question than my no, the one I wrote down. Jordan, I was not prepared. Uh, so my biggest side project right now is I am working on a fantasy novel. Um, awesome. Yeah, it's. It is awesome. It's probably the most I've ever written. I am. It's not fifty-eight thousand very edited words, but that is my current word count. Um, and I have like a solid. I want to say a solid first draft of the first half of the book, and I do know how it's going to end. Um, so. Yeah, so now I'm working, I'm, I do a writing class uh, on Thursdays for this manuscript in particular, and I'm editing about 20 pages at a time, and then, like, submitting it to be critiqued, and then I go back and, like, rework, and I, that's actually what I was working on right before we started recording this podcast, uh, so my brain is a little, it's a little fried, 
but I think your word count for this project it may equal my total word count of my whole life. (laughs) That might be like the most I've ever written cumulatively. It is. It's a lot. It's a lot of content. It's actually so big that you have to like break it up by like plot point and by scene. Cause if you don't, there's just no way you're going to get through editing at all. You just lose your spot. You have to keep like a dictionary of words that you've made up. <laughs> so you oh don't get confused that you have to spell everything right. Every time that you spell it, it's just, it's massive. It is a massive project. Oh and yeah. Cause so it's like sci-fi. Yeah. Well, not sci-fi. Uh, it's more fantasy. Okay. Than it is sci-fi because there's like magic Ooh. involved. Um, I don't maybe a maybe a little science fictiony. I think when it started, it was sci-fi, and then as I was writing it, I was like, no, I have moved <laughs> so far away from the initial premise <laughs> that it's yeah? a different story entirely. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So I have so many more questions that I'm not going to put you on the spot for, but I, I mean, want to ask me like. A few follow-up questions if you want. Well, okay. I guess I want to know the, like, the most, the most broad overview of, like, what, because obviously you're yeah, still also writing. Yeah, also my writing class asked me to do this, and I actually, this is kind of embarrassing, but I'm not great, except for our panel, which I was, like, weirdly fine with, but I'm not great with, like, speaking on the fly, I I don't do I just I am better I'm a writer so I'm better at like writing things down and then reading them so I was like okay let me just practice my pitch a few times (laughs) so I recorded myself like video recording at my job like on my lunch break trying to just like get through like the just like your short elevator pitch and I just couldn't do it I couldn't do it I don't know it was just everything was like too long and too big and too convoluted and like the more I said the more I realized I still had left to say to like explain everything, but, but let me try. Did you have to do it already or is this happening on Thursday? Yeah, no, it happened the first week. How'd so I like it? wrote some notes down and was like, all right, we're just going to wing it. Also, I practiced it enough times that I could like fake it. <laughs> if I got uh, too nervous, this is the most nervous about writing I have ever been in my entire life. Like I just don't, Writing doesn't make me nervous. I like to do it. It's the only thing that makes me feel fulfilled. Like I could do this for a living and nothing else. Um, but let me try. I mean, it's nerve wracking the first time you do anything. That's like your whole, your whole self is in this project. It's right, and I'm working terrifying. so hard on it. Yeah, and then there's like a there's this real fear that you're gonna pour your soul into this thing that took you years and it's just gonna not be good <laughs> that's like well, I'm not worried about that but I understand I mean. <laughs> why you are because I would be if I were you but I'm not because uh, I'm just a fan of your writing you. that's so very good. kind of you okay so I was gonna try and find what I wrote I can't find it so basically uh there are two there are two main main characters and then one kind of like sub main character and they live in this city in the woods that's like a haven for people who are magic I guess at least that's how it originated um and the borders were like kind of open at one point but this is like a couple hundred years later uh and 
So I guess a few outsiders can get in. It's kind of like, it's very similar to what's going on at our borders right now. And it didn't, that was like an accident. <laughs> but that's how it's happening. So, um, so like a few immigrants can get in uh, and they have to have their minds wiped in order to just like fully assimilate into, not their minds wiped, I guess their memories erased. Okay. So they can just r- assimilate into this new like society without bringing in like, stuff from the outside world anyways the so it's just uh one girl who comes in from the outside who is like kind of showing the reader the new world through her eyes and then there's another girl who is also an immigrant but she's been there for about seven years now um she's one of the main characters and then someone who was born there uh and all of their stories kind of like intersect at weird points there are magic amulets involved (laughs) it's it's like there's a lot uh but basically it's it winds up being these three people and like seeing if they can save the city. Cause there's like civil unrest uh, and people are mad at immigrants. It's just like a whole thing. So I'm so excited. And That's then like the you, best. you also got an artist to do like a, oh, yeah, not not a, a but just a, a, yeah, just, um, I guess it's just a, an illustration of my yeah. two main characters, which I guess we can put in the show notes. Yeah. It's already um, on Instagram, so... Yeah, so I described them to her, and then she drew them for me, and I just pin it up on my wall as I'm writing, so I just... It makes it feel more real. I love um, that so much. Yeah. So that... I'm going to listen to this episode and be like, I left out so many plot points. Well, I mean... <laughs> but I can do You had, like, moment. two minutes. I'm not... <laughs> thanks for not giving every plot point of your over 200-page <laughs> oh story. God. Also, we'll it's, like, not done. So, stuff will change. So, inevitably. this is kind of fun. We have yeah. this now, and then we'll, you know, when it, <laughs> when it comes out and is finished, we'll yes. talk about it. I'm so yeah. excited. And then I'll have, like, a better elevator pitch. Yeah. So, uh, for all the all the agents listening <laughs> stay tuned for <laughs> this project coming from Liz Crowder Sorota. Yeah. Also no one steal my idea. Yeah. It's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Also that <laughs> no one will. It's fine. We have, we have proof that it's Liz's idea first. Oh yeah, that's so. true. This has been recorded. <laughs> um, so oh, do you so want exciting. me to ask? Yeah, maybe. Depending well, this on what one you is. already know, actually, what new release are you looking forward to? Oh yeah. So I think this is, it hasn't come out yet now. I think it it will not have come out yet. Um, when this releases, I am so freaking excited for the new Taika Waititi movie, Jojo rabbit. I think Mm -hmm. it's called Jojo rabbit or Jojo. Yeah. Something like that. Um, I should know the name of the thing I'm the most excited about. It's fine. Jojo zero. Um, nope. I was right the first time. Jojo Rabbit. I'm so excited. I love him and everything he makes. And then I heard, I saw the first, like, I guess like teaser for this. And I was like, what Mm -hmm. the heck is this movie? And then I saw a longer trailer. Um, and it looks like it is like a world war two satire where this little boy's imaginary friend is Hitler and it's played by Taika and I just cannot wait. I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It looks insane. Also that's sound. I guess it's not inglorious bastards, but it sounds. Yeah. I think it's going to be, which I loved watching that. I think it's going to be like a, a happier 
question mark version of that, like a like a lighter. Because mm-hmm. uh, Inglorious Bastards is heavy, heavy, heavy. Um, um, yes and no. There's a ton of humor in it. That's true. It's like uh, Scorsese heavy, which yeah. is <laughs> which is yeah. still very stylized. That's true, and yeah. it is. I mean, Brad Pitt is his character is hilarious. <laughs> it is. Oh man, I am. I am having a new. I'm having a new uh, moment of being in love with Brad Pitt. Also, wasn't BJ Novak in that? Sure was. That's so bizarre. Yeah. There were tons of wild people in that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited for everything Taika does. I'm also excited for Mighty Thor, but that's, like, far in the future. Um, I'm just a big Taika fangirl. That's amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, Was that... Scorsese or was it um, it was Tarantino Tarantino it I I mean I got what you were saying though sorry like that's what I meant it's Tarantino stylized yeah as I said it I knew it was wrong but we're just gonna correct it for the listeners (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do know what I'm talking about my brain is just very fried I mean you're writing a zillion page novel right now yes that was like me. Every single thing I did before New York Comic Con this year, I was like, "Just forgive me in advance for my brain right wrong. now." I'm sorry, <laughs> I don't even know what words Everything are. Everything is wrong. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> okay, my yes. question for you, which is also from the internet, is: What's your favorite moment you've ever had at a convention? Um. So that is tied. So I don't go to too many conventions, but I. I think the only ones I've been to have been with you. Um, and it's, it was, one was at New York Comic Con last year. And then another was at New York Comic Con this year. So last year I met David Tennant, which Mm -hmm. was so magical. Um, Mm -hmm. best thing to ever happen to me. And I got married that year. So my husband loves when I say that. (laughs) Listen, you are not the only lady. (laughs) It was just like, yeah, a dream come true for me. And then this year we did our fashion panel and that was so fun and very well received. Um, and I met so many people, which is not usually a thing that I love doing, but (laughs) it was, uh, it was, it was really nice. It was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, and the, we did a Q&A, which I'm always nervous about doing because you have no idea what that is going to be. And it was the best. The questions uh, were was. so good. It was the best. The questions were amazing. And I think we recorded it. So we, okay, we recorded it. We took video. We recorded audio. However, that particular stage was having some interesting technical difficulties so i don't know if the audio is actually of a quality that we can i don't know we're gonna see what kind of magic dan can do okay um but yes we tried in to theory, we tried in to theory it. we sure recorded it <laughs> i just don't know <laughs> what it sounds like um but yeah we'll post as much of it as we possibly can and we're intending to do more i am yes. uh i just made a list of panel application deadlines for 2020 so Hopefully you'll see that panel at a convention near you. Yeah. Next year. Um, oh okay, yeah. Okay. Last round, last round of questions. Um, so what is your, since it's October, what is your mm. favorite scary movie or TV show or comic book of the moment? So I have, I didn't watch a lot of scary movies for like my whole life. Actually, I think 
So you started watching scary movies as an adult before me, and you were like, no, they're not that bad now. And well, I believe they are you. Still that bad, except for there are really good ones. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're not all what what our college friends are trying to get us. Oh to watch. man, because Liz and I are both like real big scaredy cats. So I was just sort of like, no, thank you. Um, and then you made me brave enough to start <laughs> watching them again. So I, this is so insane. I watched. I was recommended the movies Creep and creep too um they are completely batshit they're yeah, so wild in the best way it's um oh my god what is his name it is the guy from the league that does a bunch of indie movies and he also has i think a brother that does them oh he, he was in uh, the mindy project right uh, Mark Duplass yep. or Dublis Duplass. Yep. He played. Um, yeah, he was in uh, the Mindy Project too, as a midwife. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I remember that now. He was one yeah. of the Delorier brothers. He's wild. Like the range of acting that he yeah. has is insane, and he is in some like crazy indie movies, and this is one of them. And I mean, they're called Creep. They are so creepy. Like I have seen this. Did you love it? Yes. I saw it okay. with Andrew last year. It is so up your alley. Like I watched it and I was like, God, I wish I was watching this with Liz right yes, now. Yes, I have. It's I just saw so, a still from it. Yes. Like cringy. Like you're just sitting there. Like my jaw was open. I was just like, what is this movie? Also, he's <laughs> the same person. It just creepier so like he yeah. acts like that person he makes the same faces he smiles the same he stands yeah. too close like <laughs> he yeah. does a little, little creepy stuff it's just usually in a comedy and then when you take oh, him out of setting and make him play the same character uh yeah it's so eerie because you're just like something's wrong <laughs> the whole, acts, that's the feeling for the whole movie because he acts really wrong. nice yeah. Yeah, it's like he's so, nice. It's yeah. I would say I don't I feel like um yeah, I don't know how many people listening have seen it, but if you're into like weirdo creepy movies, a hundred percent recommend. I loved I loved both of them. And the second one is just as good as the first one. I haven't I think. seen the second like, one actually. I didn't you, know there was a second one. It's I think it came out like several years later. Um I think you would love it just as much as the first one. Well, it's maybe wonderful. I'll add it to my list. Yeah. So that's my Halloween recommendation. I also, I really, I really liked um, Castle Rock. Yeah. And so I, I liked watching Castle Rock and Haunting on Hill House. They're like completely different types of scary. Um, Haunting on Hill House, I think, is one of the most terrifying shows I've ever seen. It's so period. scary and in the, all the best ways. Yeah, it's so, so that scary. was like ultimate scary, and then Castle Rock was like I enjoyed it so much. I think the problem is that they I came out so it. close to each other yeah. that you can't help but compare them, and they're just not the same show. Totally, yeah. I watched them like at the same time, yeah, like, me too, interchangeably, <laughs> and yeah, it, it is weird. But I recommend both. Yeah, one is significantly more terrifying, I think. Um, so if you are a giant, giant scaredy cat. And you are too scared to watch very scary things. I would go 
for Castle Rock first. Castle Rock is still pretty terrifying. That's the thing. It is yeah, like it is true. pretty. It's still pretty. It's like Stephen King scary. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not the scariest Stephen King thing ever. Like The Shining was proper scary, oh, and man. Carrie was scary. Like, but it's still. I mean, there's a clown in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I loved it. I can't. I think there's. I think there's another season coming out. There sometime. should be. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I think there's another. I think there's going to be an, a second, um, Hill House, but I I don't know if it'll be called something different. I think they're doing it like, like a American house, Horror right? Story does it, where each season is its own self-contained okay thing. Yeah, I think. I think don't right. quote me on that because again, my brain is just not great today. <laughs> it's a dumb brain. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think that's what I read somewhere. Yeah. That also sounds right to me. So either we read the same wrong thing or, or we're I told right. you about it. And I was <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. Everyone. Please. But, please. Um, okay. Last question for Elizabeth. If you could be a fictional character, which one would you be? Or who would you be? Oh, no. It's a, you, I will say there are probably 75 answers to this. So you don't have to like stress about picking. You're giving me all of the hardest questions to answer today. Um, Let me see. I will, I won't pick a specific character. I will pick a, um, like a mindset. I wish that I could be more badass in real life. Oh, like, so when I see characters, especially female characters that just like aren't scared of much and kick a lot of ass. Like not yeah. necessarily Jessica Jones. Cause she's like a little too alcoholic, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would love to be someone who is like not scared to jump out of an airplane. Like an Arya Stark esque. Yes. Yeah. Just, or like, uh, yeah. Someone I'm, I'm like Katniss pretty Everdeen. good in a crisis, but like, not good at 90 like so crises don't happen that often <laughs> so then yeah, the, so the time i'm just operating at this very i'm vibrating at a very high level <laughs> yeah and i just want to be like chill so that's any fictional answer. character that like doesn't have crippling anxiety that's <laughs> fair. That, that person is uh, who i would like to be I love that. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great last answer. That's what happens when you ask me questions on the fly. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm into it. That's perfect. Um, well, thanks for joining this Q and A, Liz. Yeah, man. Uh, we, I think, I think we still are sticking with our plan to do this every 25 episodes. So if you have questions for us, let us know. You can just ask us via email or write on our Patreon or DM us. Yeah, DM on us. Instagram. Yeah. Um, I mean, you actually can. I said it like it was a joke, but you <laughs> you really can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, please. Um, and uh, I think that's it. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah, thank for 75 you. episodes. Yeah, seriously. Thank We're you so excited. much. Yeah, for what's coming for the rest of the year. Um, we're excited about everything happening at Sartorial Geek. And thanks for being along for the ride. Yeah, I know that Jordan is speaking in a very low energy voice right now. But imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine if you so will. Excited. 
<laughs> let's just yeah. let's just, so excited yeah 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 i i'm just i think i got low energy because it's it's overwhelming the amount of things that we like are doing have been able to do mm-hmm. that people are a part of like i was just thinking like the magazine the podcast the website the, panel. the fashion challenges the panels like it's so crazy yeah it's it's pretty nuts but and we like are the, we're having yeah, a great time the only way we can do it is because uh you all let us do it and yeah. and enjoy it and show up um and it's very humbling and wonderful it is both of those things so thank you yeah thanks everyone have a really good week yep we'll uh, be back with another self-care tip mini episode and uh until then, stay until nerdy. Then, stay nerdy. Bye. Bye.